0: Welcome to the Unbuilt episode about never-made roller coasters. Please step all the way into the podcast and lower your lap bars as tight as possible because this is some of the craziest shit you'll ever imagine. Please no eating, drinking, or smoking on the ride, but vomiting is allowed as we won't be able to stop it once this ride gets going. And please no flash photography because this is an audio medium and that wouldn't make any sense at all. Try not to think about how little I'm getting paid to ensure your life doesn't end with me. If the controls enjoy your ride on a bill... Welcome, dreamers of all ages, to another episode of Unbuilt, an unrealized theme park podcast with me today, as always, is my co-host, Ryan Dorman, who today is paying the privilege of $5,000 to record this podcast with me.
1: And all actually beat me to it.
0: Yeah, yeah dude, <laughs> you me to good. that
1: joke. I was actually going for the exact same thing.
0: Um,
1: yeah, that's right. I, I sat down and I was offered <laughs> the the lucky privilege. Well, first I actually had to pay ten thousand to get here. Right. Um, the, the the car over here was ten thousand dollars, and now mm-hmm. I paid five thousand for what what looks like a pretty short and um, <laughs> what right. looks like a pretty short experience. Yeah.
0: What's really funny about that whole thing, and in case you're listening and don't have any context, the Disney Wish held its uh, press event yesterday and revealed that in their Star Wars hyperspace lounge. There is a $5,000 drink called, what is the Kyber cocktail? Kyber crystal cocktail, something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, and it comes in this case that, uh, like, it starts with a C, and apparently can buy it at Galaxy's Edge for, like, 50 bucks. But um, it comes in this oh, case. The case or the drink? The case, the case. The oh, okay. Case. Uh, but the okay. case comes, and it, like... Opens up and there's like dry ice pouring out of it, and it's some mysterious drink that Disney, for some reason, still has refused to reveal what it is, but. Hey everyone, quickly chiming in. So, this episode was recorded before we actually knew what was in the drink and what the drink includes. This is pretty much not just a cocktail. It is also a tour and a special-themed escort off the ship to go to Skywalker Ranch and their vineyards. You also get a bunch of amenities. The drink has a bunch of expensive alcohols, including cognac in there. And uh, now we know that, but now you get to listen to us... In the past, act as if we don't, because we don't. We were in the past. All right, continue on. The, the point is the, the drink costs a $5,000, and what's really funny about it is that a lot of people are being misled in thinking that this is a new addition to the Galactic Star Cruiser. So they're, you know, of course, going, oh, this thing is such a flop and how stupid is Disney for, you know, making a $5,000 <laughs> And it's It's kind of like, do I correct them? Because it, the correction isn't much better. Well, right. no, actually, this is on the Disney Wish, which is an actual cruise ship. But the cruise ship also costs around that for a family of four to get on. And yes, there's a $5,000 Star Wars are trying to get. Y- yeah,
1: I mean, so that's not like, it's not out of the ordinary to have a $5,000 drink. I know that people on Twitter are like, a $5,000 drink? This is Disney. <laughs> That's definitely true. And it's embarrassing that it's in a Star Wars thing a little bit. But, um, you know, you get like,
0: you go to like a whiskey bar. Well, I don't know, I, none I of know, us do that. Yeah, but they no, have like exactly $5,000 talk- Right. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you're 100% correct in that when you're really talking about the world of like drinking and high end, I mean, here in Las Vegas, You should see a lot of things that go viral um, from Las Vegas are like nightclub tabs that go into, you know, five, six, you know, figure digits. And the point is, is that this is something that is not ordinary for anything else on the ship. Nothing else Mm -hmm. costs $5,000 on the ship for like just a cocktail. Yeah, so, especially when the yeah, theme Star of, Wars yeah, cocktail. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, not it's like it's an aged
1: cognac. It's like mm-hmm. it's a weird uh, Star Wars branded drink. And then the weirder thing is what I imagine is going to generate a lot of the buzz. And Maybe it was the point of doing a five thousand dollars Star Wars drink is that they refused to say what's inside of it. Right? It could right. be the best aged whiskey, or it could be just a um, a Galaxy's Edge cocktail, mm-hmm. in a little shot. Uh, <laughs> that guy who paid for it yesterday i was that uh do you know whether that was like pr or but that? Was, i think uh... that was,
0: it had to be press you I think that think, i don't think anybody actually bought it yet well,
1: the video i saw was some guy in like a full suit on the thing but you saw this and they open up the box yes. and he turns to the camera and goes welcome to the disney wish
0: so it's, i don't know whether that was, he was i'm pretty PR sure that was art. a pr guy yeah
1: Yeah, from Disney, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I am. I can't imagine that any press people. The one thing I will say, right, and this is where I'll I'll put my little anti uh, theme park Twitter uh, hat on, is that if you're paying ten, if you're getting a free cruise for ten k, and like you're complaining about spending five k. I don't know. Like the whole the whole experience well, is weird not, to
0: offer a ten k free cruise. Well, that's the thing. No, nobody in the press is complaining about it. I don't think it's anybody true. there is complaining. This is all Twitter going. What oh, they're doing a five thousand dollar drink, and it's funny. Like it is funny. It's funny and absurd. And I think it really speaks to Disney of just like that Adventures from Disney thing, where it was like a hundred and nine thousand dollars you know oh, and and, the
1: whole yeah. the uh, travel the world thing travel the
0: world thing yeah, yeah. it's it it reeks of self uh a lack of self-awareness but i don't think that disney either cares nor is there the fact that nobody is forcing anybody to buy this like, yeah it's probably not it's good not, optics, it's though. yeah it's it's just not good optics but it's not as if they raised the gate price to $5,000 is what i'm trying to say yeah, the uh, gay prep series only ten thousand. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh anyway, so uh did you also see that um on the Disney Wish, the Avengers experience has uh Ant Man referencing the whole You, you have going- been reading my
1: mind today. I was just thinking that too. Yeah, the Ant Man crawling up Thanos is- but uh, but yeah we'll go with that <laughs> and expanding to explode him <laughs> yeah that was that was that seemed, was at the Ant Man Quantum yeah when, when or something des-
0: like that yeah did somebody described it to me I thought he would actually say I have people have been speaking about me going up in Thanos's ass and he doesn't really <laughs> say that he like crawls around the issue but what's really funny to me is that on this cruise ship. Is a joke about that that's going to play for years and years and years.
1: <laughs> I uh, obviously I'm not a theme park or a, a a cruise aficionado. I don't think I've ever done one. I don't plan on doing one. But the Disney Wish seems like it's so far like the big things are the outlandish. That's typical of Disney stuff. I haven't mm-hmm. heard anything much about the actual experience besides. Silly marvel self referential stuff and uh five thousand dollar cocktails did you did you see that there
0: was a there's a figment on board a figment on board yeah it's like a sculpture of figment in this imaginary area the bottom the bar is on the ground <laughs> 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 and there's <laughs> and there's a slide with uh screens <laughs> and, oh that's yeah. kinda neat i guess yeah so. there is yeah so uh it, it's it's a new ship and there's kind of some okay and cool things on there. Uh, the Avengers show has uh references to the parks, which is neat. So, but I'll never go on a Disney cruise in my life, so it just doesn't seem like something that I, I don't know, it just doesn't look nearly
1: as interesting as uh going to a park and even then those yeah, are Yeah, I'd Bob rather go did a pretty miserable uh not to do the Chapek train thing, but the uh <gasps> opening
0: speech by him was
1: pretty miserable. And I thank didn't God watch he's not to yeah. I saw
0: like a couple minutes of it and it was it
1: was just rough.
0: Man, that board just is really boy, they are desperate to get that stock price up.
1: They're it's, like, well, it's this, so guy, low.
0: this guy sucks, but God, please get our stock price up. Maybe this will help. Just renew them for three years.
1: It's like, but but what what's been working lately can't be working, right? It's like dumping all the money into streaming. It's all shorts versus the parks. Yeah. Well, the parks are are uh, what is it record profits right now? Yeah, which is kind of annoying because all the prices are going up. <laughs> so it's like less people but more money. But whatever.
0: Anyways, uh, before we talk about our main topic, which is going to be on some twisty tur- curvy unbuilt roller coaster concepts you were mentioning that the parks at uh the disney parks are packed right now and oh, that's definitely right. it's very hard to get a reservation let's talk about a theme park that just opened that you could literally shoot a cannonball down the um, pathways after months of waiting warm weather is here summer's just about upon us and Big opening is coming for the Lost Island theme park. Now just days away from its grand opening a week from uh, tomorrow. KWWL reporter Emily Moss tonight takes a look at some of the final steps that park management need to take before the big weekend opening. Between record high inflation and supply chain setbacks, opening a brand new theme park was no easy task for the Birch family. That being said, they were determined to get it done. All right, so let's talk about something that actually got built. Uh, this is the lost Island theme park in Waterloo, Iowa. Now, some of you might be wondering what the heck is the lost Island theme park in Waterloo, Iowa. And there was a, there's a water park called lost Island water park. That's critically acclaimed. Like it's a really popular water park in the area and Iowa, uh, doesn't have many theme parks. They have Adventureland, land, which is a small theme park, um, some miles away but uh, they figured let's try to make our own theme park Uh, and they were very smart about it and they made this theme park with two big roller coasters by purchasing them from overseas and one is an Intamin launch coaster and the other is a Vekoma SLC and they're both purchased secondhand from overseas they gave them a nice paint job they put up a lot of crazy theming that's kind of like Volcano Bay at Universal and they actually built uh, their own dark ride which is a trackless dark ride interactive dark ride from Sally and I showed you some blog posts some vlogs of this place. And uh, before we talk about the situation that they're in, uh, what was your impression? You know, they, they always talk about the opening day of Disneyland, how
1: uh, it was empty and all the water fountains were closed because they weren't selling water bottles and they were out of mini donuts. And that's yeah. the impression that I got. <laughs> <The> same <laughs> impression I got here from the lost Island. It looks honestly Surprisingly, it looks like pretty solid. There's some small theme parks like in and around me. I think it's called, there's an adventure park very close. It's like these mm-hmm. god awful like flat ride coasters. Um, you know, it, it's surprising to see so much so much intention to theming. It reminded me of the kind of theming you'd see like in parts of Knott's Berry Farm, not the, you know, the older parts, not the 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 Calico area, but like the 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 fi the fiesta area or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um I I I was kind of surprised at how big it was. Um and yeah. I i wasn't surprised that it was empty, I guess.
0: <laughs> what did you think of the dark ride? I sent you a POV of the dark
1: Oh, ride. okay. So that's the uh the volcano Volcano one. Volcano, I think it's Vo- called Volcano uh it's the the I'll tell you in one second. But I think so it, it looked like um the quest for the Golden Idol. Honestly, yeah. I remember going on Voyage of the Iron Reef in mm-hmm. Knott's Berry Farms. Right. And this, at the very least, looked more impressive than that. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the three, I think, animatronics. Three or four. Yeah. The, the, the two s- of the dragons and the two of the
0: guy. Yeah, and the guy, of which is vaguely kind of sus. It's a little bordering on racist
1: oh well yeah of course i mean it's yeah Iowa, but yeah. um well they're they're doing the the whole like tribal mm-hmm. stuff um but i i was actually vaguely impressed for being a smaller uh a smaller attraction and a smaller park um mm-hmm. it, it was of course it's a it's a sally uh right if i'm right Yeah,
0: it's sally dark rides
1: uh, So it was kind of on the same line as the, the ones in Hershey Park and the uh, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But the animatronic work was nice, nice enough. Clearly, animatronics are getting cheaper.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Can do it. Uh, it, well, I mean, th- isn't there like a Home Depot skeleton animatronic that you can buy that's like yes. really yeah. big and really popular? So if you could get that for your own home, I'm sure, you know, a major Dark Ride Corporation could give them out for Relatively cheap. Well it's surprising because the dark the animatronics in Sally's
1: Reese's the sports one, the one that was in two thousand six, not right, the Right, but that that got
0: wasn't it transformed into the Cup Fusion? That's right. Currently
1: it's Cup Fusion, but there used to be animatronics yeah. in the two thousand six one, and they were pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. They were like Cabela's level of animatronics. <laughs> so I, it it is neat to see that the that you know more fluid animatronics are making their way to smaller parks but right. I, I don't i don't know if i would make the trip just for this one 40 mm-hmm.
0: shooter ride right um <laughs> now i did send you a vlog and it's the one that has the caption better than disney <laughs> which there, still makes me laugh.
1: Well there was the point where where oh, by, by the way all the love in the world to to this 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 vlog. I don't remember her name. Um but it's like uh it's a 35 minute vlog of walking around this park, not going on any rides except for the dark ride mm-hmm. which she then proclaims is better than any dark ride in the Disney parks. <laughs> yeah. Um which is a... a, a because point. she walked
0: on. That's probably why. She yeah, right. didn't this have is... to have any lightning lanes, no stress. You literally walk right on because there's nobody there. Yeah,
1: it's... Yeah, well, it was 10 o'clock on the opening day. And for some reason, none of the
0: food or drink opened until yeah. 1130. <laughs> um, so, so let's let's talk about how this vlog begins. So she's in her car. She shows her ticket. And then she gets out of her car. Now... She goes towards the entrance and then she pivots her camera back to the parking lot <laughs> and you could literally count the amount of cars there on two hands.
1: Uh, you know, one hand it kind of looked like it was like I t-
0: I think I counted approximately 8 or 9 cars. Yeah, well
1: so so oh by the way to be uh uh for for clarity, this is uh, the the vlog by Anne Eckhart vlogs. Mm. Who I guess is like a local vlogger in, in Iowa. It seems. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. So she gets out of her car and there's nobody there, and and then she says that. <laughs> she says that the place had a uh, credit card malfunction. Yes, yes. So no one could even get in because she had cash or something like that. She said she had cash on her and she bought her tickets back at home. Mm-hmm. But there was like a problem with the entry, and then there was as she goes through the park, there's a problem at all of the uh, restaurants, restaurants, and yeah, any of the kiosks that have these credit cards, um, and the bulk of the I ride to
0: closed too both of the rides were
1: closed including like the big centerpiece ferris wheel and like all of yeah. the coasters and
0: like two um, one of the coasters is closed and and you're just standing you're just kind of like why is this place open so I, yeah. I i showed this off to some people on twitter and on some discord servers to be like how how is this place operating and then i got some feedback some uh where I heard that the park had to close early most days because and I've never heard a park actually report an actual firm attendance figure why anybody would report this is beyond me, but how many people would you guess was there um uh, like the previous Wednesday? how many people how many people do I think were here
1: on this previous Wednesday? Yeah. Like, okay, so it's a small theme park in the middle of Iowa. mm -hmm. Um, And and then they've been open for, like, uh, what, like, uh, about a week now? Yeah. About two weeks? Nine days? So I'd say at least, you know, on a good day, 2,000 people, right?
0: Oh, keep going. Keep going lower.
1: Okay, 1,000? Keep going lower. Oh, come on. I was going to initially guess 1,000, but I was like, I'll be generous. Uh, 750. 36 people. 36. Oh, it, it, <laughs> that's sad. That's us really. Because, like, I don't know who the people are making it. Maybe they're all like scummy business people. But, like, I don't know. It looks like they put effort into it. It's
0: not even February. It's the middle of June. It's summer. Oh. Only 36 people? All right. Yeah. I, uh, because, like,
1: really 36? 36. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> what is the population of Waterloo, Iowa?
0: <laughs> and they have a really popular water park next door. Wow, oh, the population of Waterloo, Iowa, is sixty-seven
1: thousand people. Oh my god! And they couldn't get more than a hundred people into the park. What is?
0: Yeah. What is? Do you know what's wrong? Like, do they just? Apparently, what, staffing, what is the problem? Be? Like staffing's really hard. The bulk of the rides aren't open, which is like preventing, like probably making people not want to go and pay yeah. full price to a theme park that doesn't have most of its rides open. And like they're slowly but surely getting these rides open. One a ride, which is the Flume ride, was delayed to 2023 because I guess uh, there was a fire. Fire on the
1: control panel. Uh, on the I control panel, the room, yeah. yeah.
0: And so they just stopped construction on it. They just had to stop construction on it because they couldn't get enough construction workers to finish the rest of the park. And so I just like I stare at those attendance numbers and you just think, my God, what? How are they still off? I would just shut it down. I like, would just be like, we're not ready. We're just not ready. We're gonna call this year off. We'll be back next year. That's what I would do. Yeah,
1: you pause, right? You pause and do like a big marketing push because clearly something didn't work. Right. Um, Yeah, because it's not going to be financially sustainable to just start hiring people and running rides for nobody to come. Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, there are parts of like, Hershey park that look worse than this park. It's not that bad. It doesn't look like I might've mean, never, of course done any of it, but right, it looks it's, like it could be passable. Sure. Yeah,
0: it just needs some foliage and it'll be nice. It's really brazen how they attempted to do a lot of cool theming. I mean, this is a podcast where we talk about unbuilt things and a lush, highly themed uh, theme park in the middle of Iowa Seems like something that would be on this podcast, but it's not. It actually got built. And so that's why it's such a shame to learn that in one of its opening days, uh, less than 50 people attended an operating day. Uh Do we think that do we can't like
1: unbuilt as things that have been taken apart because we might be talking about it soon? <laughs> a sad story. That's for
0: the extinct attractions podcast. So they,
1: they, they. This random group of people. I don't know who built this park, but this group of people licensed out a Sally Dark
0: ride, like an original Sally Dark ride. Yeah, apparently, for this park. what happened was that from from what I understand sally had this ride system and this this ride model in mind and been shopping it around and nobody mm. wanted it like nobody wanted this ride and lost island came to them and said hey we're building our own theme park you know we'll take the prototype uh uh reduced cost and sally was like yeah okay sure And again, they did a lot of really interesting, savvy things like buying uh, coasters from overseas as hand-me-downs. But these are good coasters and polishing them and making them back into fit status. And Mm -hmm. he's done a lot of smart moves to try to get a uh, a, quote-unquote world-class theme park up in the middle of nowhere, essentially – uh, for relatively cheap, but everybody looked in there and was like, well this work?" And of course, the pandemic happened, which doesn't help anything. But they were like, "It's fine, it's fine. We're going to open two years afterwards," mm-hmm. and that doesn't seem to have helped because we are also in a labor crisis, and that is also a problem. Um, so it just overall it seems like bad timing. I'm guessing. <sighs>
1: Like a massive sigh uh yeah bad timing probably a bad money market at this point i mean 45 dollars to get into is, is doesn't seem that bad but yeah. people probably aren't ready to part with that it's also iowa no one's gonna be doing any vacationing to iowa right um yeah hiring people the job mar- the labor market being as poor as it is it's gonna be difficult mm-hmm. and then opening without everything is probably you know there's the the thing is that with with uh with with already defined parks, like you can count on vloggers. Like it doesn't matter. Right. What happens. But with a uh, park in Iowa, you need to convince average Joe and his family at five to come down and drop ticket prices. And when part of your announcement is that you don't have all your rides open. Like mm. that's it. Why would you pay full price if you don't have all the rides? Right. Uh, no matter how good the what's open is, you're gonna have to convince everybody that full price full price today and full price tomorrow are the same,
0: but tomorrow maybe
1: you can do more things. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That's a, it's a bit of a
0: disappointment, but so um, we'll, we'll keep track on lost Island uh, as the year goes on. I really hope it doesn't close for good, but this is just too interesting of a, a topic to pass up because theme parks don't really open up much nowadays. The next one is Epic universe. And, we all know that one is going to be much, much of a better opening than this one was. So it is interesting to see an independent theme park open and just completely fall flat on its face. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about some roller coasters in our main topic. Roller coaster here we are at our main topic. We're going to be talking about some unbuilt roller coaster concepts. So today we're going to be doing something a little different than normal. Rather than focusing on an unbuilt attraction, land, or entire theme park, we're going to be taking a look at some white-knuckle thrills that might have been with this overview uh, of some great unbuilt roller coasters. Now, what is your relationship to the roller coaster, Mr. Dorman? Oh, I'm a coward, a huge coward. Oh. Uh, mm. No,
1: I, I like, uh, I my roller coaster experience is a bit limited because uh, actually, you know what? I had it right the first time. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. I'm, I'm a like, coward. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know what it is. It's um, there's something. It, it's a. Uh, let me, if I, yeah, I'll philosophize instead of just saying I'm a coward. This massive thing, this behemoth up in the sky, mm-hmm. um, is obviously safe, right? Nobody's, yeah. nobody's really dying on these roller coasters. Um, but the speed and the height is just so, uh, it, it's just so, so, so nerve wracking. Yeah, uh, but I, I you, understand. But you have to respect roller coasters, I do think, as like a, a cornerstone, number one, of like theme parks. And uh, um, number two, as like a really, fantastic way of 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 i don't know being exciting uh, i've only been to so many you know regional theme parks that aren't uh the major the big ones so mm-hmm. my knowledge of roller coasters is also pretty limited by virtue of not being a six flags aficionado yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that or something like a a, a coaster park but I, I do i do quite like the idea of coasters
0: <laughs> what is what is the most intense coaster you think you've read in
1: the most intense coaster i think i've ridden um i probably say hulk hulk um yeah i know which is not let me i'm try i, I would probably say hulk
0: i i well i mean hulk is respectable it's yeah not, I, I know it's at a major theme park uh and it's not like the craziest thing ever built but it is a quite intense coaster for what it is
1: yeah that's i think uh th- that's probably the the best you'll get from mm-hmm. me,
0: yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you, I mean, I know you go to Hershey Park a lot. What are the coasters there? Have you ridden?
1: Um, I think. Well, I haven't done the uh, the big two, and this is like part of the the whole thing where it's uh, it's tall and scary. It's like well, like Fahrenheit. Candemonium or well, the, Candemonium uh, wasn't open last time I was oh, there. Okay, there was, what about uh, Sky Rush? Yeah, Skyrush and Fahrenheit. Yeah, you probably okay. couldn't pay me okay. to get, get on those. Mm-hmm. But I think most of the most everything else. Oh, so there, you've been I on Great Bear? uh, yes, I have oh okay, yeah, great Bears uh actually, you know what's funny Great Bear is uh uh I don't know whether it even looks like it's it's daunting, but Great Bear is one of like the calmest coasters I've been on oh. in a very long time, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like like Hulk is uh I, I don't know, even like rock and roller coaster or frankly space mountain is a bit more exciting than great oh, bear
0: okay yeah <laughs> i've heard that great bear is one of the least intense uh b&m inverts but uh i love roller coasters um obviously as i get into my 30s uh my tolerance is a little less um uh, my favorite type of roller coaster is probably a uh b&m hyper uh which is like mako and mm-hmm. uh like apollo's chariot and such well, what
1: defines a b&m hyper
0: Okay, so, well, it's uh, built by Bolliger Malbiard, and we're going to go into the uh, manufacturers in a minute. Uh, And it has to be over 200 feet, and usually there's no inversions. It focuses on speed and airtime, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's pretty much a lot of very fast curves and a lot of hills, uh, airtime hills. So it's just a lot of pops, just a lot of pops, and it's all very smooth. Uh, so that's definitely some of my favorite kinds of coasters. I don't really like, I don't really care for the super intense, lots of inversion coasters. Like I'll do them, but I find them a little bit more disorienting, uh, less paddleable, uh, to me. But, um, I, I mean, I'll try anything once and, uh, I do have a decent coaster count. I don't like to like bring up because i think it's a stupid thing to brag about uh but uh and this is not even a high one but like i think like i'm in like a 130s or something like that um mm. really really i just hope someday to at least have a 200 plus coaster count which i would be happy with but it's mostly for myself um but i uh, i really do at least like to get and like try all different types of coasters um for sure so like I'm like bordering upon like coaster enthusiasts and theme park enthusiasts kind of like in the middle there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And once again, um, I think my favorite um, coasters probably either Mako at SeaWorld Orlando or Iron Gwazi at Busch Gardens Tampa. And it feels weird to say it like, Oh, it's just everything is in Florida because that's not true. I've run a lot of amazing coasters at Cedar Point and, King's Island and in Knott's Berry farm, like ghost rider. I love ghost rider. Uh, I rode incredible coasters at Carowinds and, uh, soon I'll be going up to California's great America, which just announced it's closing forever. Mm, That's right. Uh, 10 or 11 years, (laughs) which is a really weird story. We don't have the time to get into. Uh, but anyways, uh, I, what I also find interesting is insane concepts that, uh, these, some of these manufacturers, Tried the build, and we'll get into some of them uh, in just a second. But uh, as for the history of the roller coaster, back in the 17th century in St. Petersburg, the Russian created... Okay, I'm not... No, (laughs) I'm not going to do that. (laughs) You know what a roller coaster is. It's a ride that uses a train that rides on two separate types of wheels. Upstop wheels are below the track, regular wheels above the track, on a track that bends and twists through a course designed to either create intense or mild thrills. You know what a roller coaster is. We all know it. Uh, Coasters typically have numerous different manufacturers or designers, some of the most famous designers being Vernon Keenan, who designed the famous Coney Island Cyclone, John C. Allen, who popularized the revival of the wooden coaster in the 60s and 70s, Anton Schwarzkopf, who greatly assisted in the rise of the steel coaster, and Alan Schilke, who revolutionized the industry with his hybrid coaster designs manufacturers are just also as noteworthy, if not more noteworthy, and today you can enjoy new designs coming out from, from various firms, uh, such as, and with each of these um, in the show notes, I did have a photo here, so you probably recognize, oh, okay, that's uh, what their track looks like. Mm-hmm. & uh, Maviard, otherwise known as B&M, created the iconic credible hook coaster, which you have ridden, and of course, those hyper coasters like uh, Mako. Uh, Rocky Mountain Construction, a.k.a. RMC, who, along with Alan Schilke, have created both the hybrid steel woody model and the single-rail Raptor coaster. Gerstlauer, whose compact infinity coaster model makes possible heavy thrills in a small footprint, such as Hangtime at Knott's Berry Farm. If you've been to the Mall of America, you might have seen the Bikini Bottom, rock-bottom coaster. That's a Gerstlauer as well coma uh, popular for its old boomerang style, and mo- multiple Disney coasters such as Rock and Roller Coaster and Cosmic Rewind. Intamin, the notoriously forward-looking designer, whose coasters pack an awfully intense punch, such as Universal's VelociCoaster. Sky Rush is also a Intamin coaster. Pandemonium mm. and is B&M. That's a B&M hyper, by the way. Uh, mock rides, famous for their wild mouse and spinning coaster concepts, but also beloved for their launched coasters, and great coasters, International, aka GCI, as well as the Gravity Group, who are creating most of today's modern wood coasters. Uh, we also can't forget s Worldwide, Premier, Martin of Limex, Zyre, Marwer, Phil- Philadelphia, Toboggan Coasters, Chance, look, there's a lot of coaster manufacturers, some good, some bad, some defunct, Some terrible and defunct, like Togo, who built the uh, New York New York coaster here in Las Vegas. Uh, That I've seen. That you could never pay me to go on because it looks like it's going to break under you. It it is truly terrible. Has new trains, but it's still truly, truly terrible. Mm. I've ridden a lot, and it costs a lot. You know, it costs like twenty-one dollars to ride. Know, for
1: two of those rides, you could go to Lost Island theme park <laughs> in
0: Waterloo, Iowa. And ride nothing. There you go. So it's a lot of names. but uh, We'll be also be talking a lot about coaster types. But most people know roller coasters as just a ton of fun. So here's some fun stuff or some not so fun stuff you've never experienced. For clarity, <laughs> many parks flittle around with putting coasters in them and having layouts leak. While it's fun to imagine if oh, let's say the now doomed California's Great America getting the hyper coaster that turned in the Kings Island Islands Orion, it's a bit dry. There's not much really to talk about there. Instead, we're going to be focusing on some truly insane concepts that never made it out of the industry itself. So we're just going to be going through these one by one and just talking about that. So our first one is called The Swine. <laughs> That's swine as in like swine flu or, or pigs. I like how the first thing you mentioned is
1: the swine flu.
0: Itself. Yeah. <laughs> or cops. Uh <laughs> Aw. That's uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> Good. That, that's, that's I'm, you, you said what needed to be said. Yeah. We were all thinking it <laughs> I'm going to get canceled now. Uh, <laughs> uh, we start in the United Kingdom, Essex, to be exact, on the South End Pier. Tony Garner, CEO of Epic World Leisure, sought to create an insane attraction at the very end of South End Pier, one of the longest boardwalk piers in the world. Part of a project called Atlantis City. This roller coaster, nicknamed the Swine, was to be 246 feet tall, reached speeds of over 83 miles per hour, featured nine inversions. This was the 1990s, so that was the most ever at the time. But most importantly, the entire coaster was over water. Like, the entire thing was over the ocean. And it wasn't shallow water. It was over the ocean. And you could see some of the concept Images are really small, but this is the best I can. Yeah. Just imagine a vast ocean and in the middle of it, there's a roller coaster. Well, that seems like a nightmare
1: for like maintenance. It's like, well, we need to do maintenance on this one part of the track. Let's get a scissor lift and drive a boat into the middle of the ocean.
0: (laughs) This may have been the most roller coaster tycoon ever coaster ever thought up but needless to say Garner was able to secure the funds to make the swine into a reality and again just like even like putting like they have that roller coaster we were talking about cruise ships earlier and they have on uh, the Carnival Mardi Gras the Bolt Hmm. coaster which is like the first cruise ship coaster and I mean that's at least on a cruise ship This, this one is just moored out on its own What the supports like probably like (laughs) has to be nearly a mile deep to get (laughs) into the ground. It just just,
1: seems like a cool idea. And then it starts thundering and raining, and now you're (laughs) dangling over the endless ocean.
0: It just seems like a nightmare to maintain and just keep up. It would be really cool, just imagine. Riding that thing in the middle of the ocean, it'd be I think it would just be it'd be
1: incredibly exciting. You can mix two fears. Like if you have a fear of heights, then imagine that the ground
0: is uh, a mile and a half below you. <laughs> it's just like if you have—is uh, it aquaphobia, like the fear of water? It, that just, would make sense. I, <laughs> I just I don't know why they chose to make it so. I guess like if you got to go big, you got to go bold, mm-hmm. but. Why would they make this this complex for such an insane idea? I have no clue. Uh, and why is it called the swine? Is it because like sea swine? I call oh, those I, funny Brits, yeah. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> the Brits must have uh sayings that make no sense. That's one thing I was right? looking up, like like britain uk swine like what is this and I just kept coming up along pigs 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 and then sea yeah. swine which is like this you know the sea pig which is not a pig it's just a sea creature but i was like that, be, that could be it. sense though why wouldn't you call it the sea swine or i i didn't get it at all
1: <laughs> like Look their idea was to put a coaster in the water. They weren't really like putting too much critical thinking into this thing. It was uh <laughs> What if we took, what if I like the way you describe it as
0: Roller Coaster Tycoon in real life. Uh Well, that's I, the thing. Like in in Roller Coaster Tycoon, yeah, you can easily make a coaster over the middle of the ocean in there. And all your guests throw
1: up and <laughs> uh and that's the end of your park. Mm-hmm. Now see, maybe if lost Island had a roller coaster over water. Yeah. yeah. Ah, <laughs> sorry. I keep bringing up lost Island. Lost Island. Um, <laughs> yeah, that just seems it, it, you know, I guess if they could pull it off though, right. Like, I don't, it doesn't seem like the, uh, the actual ride is anything like crazy. I mean, of course the inversions, um, and the, there's a lot of inversions It's going 83 miles an hour, but mm-hmm. I'm surprised nobody's done this. Like, uh, at least a coaster over water it doesn't have to right. be, you know, it doesn't I mean, have to I'm be sure. the ocean, but yeah, a coaster is over water
0: exists, but not fully. Yeah. Right, right. right. Well, you just do like a little
1: part of it that goes over some kind of a lake or something, right? Like that. Exactly.
0: But I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this before, and uh, maybe there's a reason why it should never happen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, let's move on to the figure eight loop. Uh, inspired by the portable steel coasters designed by the legendary Anton Schwarzkopf, German engineer and I'm probably going to mispronounce this, George Potch, Potch? I'm guessing that's it? It's like Mm. P-O-T-Z-S-C-H. Yeah, seems right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He created a truly massive coaster with one unbelievable element, a loop designed in the shape of a figure eight. Designed in the 80s, this track never crosses over, but instead creates the image via optical illusion with a vertical back and forth. However, this maneuver would require incredible forces to be able to twist and scale the towering behemoth, which explains likely why it was never built. Guess would invert, but quickly twist back to a non-inversion while still ascending do a proper loop, but then nosedive back into an inversion in the exact opposite direction. So you could see there in the show notes what exactly this looks like. And this looks terrifying. What? So (laughs) it would do a loop and then. So imagine that you're about to do a loop for real and (laughs) you're ascending, but quickly it bottoms out. But instead of going into a hump, which is a non-inverting loop, which exists, you're still ascending and you go into another inversion. And this is a full loop this time. And then mm. when you do that, you descend, but then twist over again, just as about you're about to level out again into another inversion into a, like a nosedive inversion. That's pretty exciting. It is. The force but, probably kill you, but this yeah. is actually- <laughs> apparently it was it was incredible forces because you have to imagine not only the type of speed, but how small that loop at the top would be mm. You know that the inversion would be pretty, pretty forceful for, for one. Uh, because again, you have to have such an incredible speed to get all the way up that high. So remember everything on a roller coaster is all about gravity. Right. So you have to plunge at such a height that where you gain such momentum to where you can handle going into an aversion and leveling out and still have enough momentum to then make it over to another inversion without stalling or having your guests fall out and then able to complete the circuit.
1: Yeah, if the easiest way to do it right would just be have this be the entire ride itself and just have a massive drop. That drops you into this thing, and hopefully you can gain the momentum from like a ninety degree, you know, straight down or something like that. But having this be like in the middle of this seemingly pretty long coaster, it seems like a pretty, a pretty long experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would be a pretty difficult to try to uh, keep all of that energy doing that. This just seems uh, wacky. Yeah, like like uh, like somebody proved. I guess we could do it. <laughs> like yeah. I guess there is enough momentum there, but whether we should do it is is maybe the better question <laughs> that's
0: that's probably why that never got built because they were like oh, i don't think we should try this out for real yeah because if you make a mistake then you're just yeah uh, right no. you're just killing people like the yeah. euthanasia coaster which we're not <laughs> gonna talk about by the way because that doesn't count That was that was just a thought experiment somebody made and uh we're not we're not gonna be talking about suicide machines thank you why not? Why is Why? that not the
1: last one we're not going to talk about?
0: <laughs> the euthanasia coaster. Why oh, oh. Should we build the euthanasia coaster?
1: Can, can we talk about the coaster that's in all those YouTube thumbnails where there's like a hole in the loop? Oh, where
0: people do the one that people put on Facebook is like, can you believe this? <laughs> <laughs> the funniest
1: thing is that I think the figure eight loop is even wackier than something like that. Yeah. Like, cause, uh, Cause obviously that's stupid. The Facebook one, but the figure eight loop is like, okay, I, I, I can't imagine people would, uh, I mean, maybe it would be exciting. I don't know. Like if you yeah. just do like a, a drop into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe that should be built. <laughs> we should build that at,
0: uh, in Los Angeles. that's what you're going to suggest every time it's like maybe uh maybe they should uh, have this uh, well look uh, we're just trying to help them yes We've, we've heard about the difficulty and we're just trying to help them okay our next one is called the gyro coaster now uh you played roller coaster tycoon and you've probably seen this flat ride called the gyrosphere where people are like in this like little gyrosphere cage and they can move all around uh, pretty much, let's put that on a roller coaster. It's the idea here. Uh, AKA engineering, known for their government and aeronautic work, wished to enter the amusement industry. Inspired by gyrosphere attractions, guests would climb into ring-shaped vehicles on a single rail track that would be able to freely spin on all axes. And I sent you the video of this, and you watched it. Oh, oh that one. Yeah, that yeah. one looks nuts. I, I was like, for a second, I was like, what are we...
1: Yes, that was the one where I, I remember watching it, and I was like looking at how many axes of motion you have, because yes. the the thing is actually on uh, a solid single rail, right? So yes. it can go on the under it, and it's gonna flip over it. Mm-hmm. And then you have the actual hoop, which can uh, rotate on a, I guess on like a uh, you can imagine like a pole being drawn through the center of it, and it right. can do uh, rotations. And then inside what is it inside the the chairs can yes can in in the circle and also do
0: all directions yeah literally all directions
1: i think the number of degrees of motion on this thing are it's fascinating i i'm surprised that it isn't something that um that's something like a six flags picked up i remember there was you you'll know better than me but i remember there was that wasn't there that joker
0: coaster uh, which was a single rail
1: that could flip the seats.
0: Oh, okay. Um I think you're talking about the forty uh S SNS free spins. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, yes. yes. So those are something that are built, yes. And uh, those are built by SNS, I believe, in conjunction with RMC. I'm not sure. I think oh no, it's built by SNS. I know but it's missing a degree about. or two the thing of motion. It's is, is missing a degree of motion. Uh SNS is also coming out with a, a coaster called the Access, which um, does a similar thing, but the, the car doesn't flip. It doesn't, it's not on a gyrosphere. But instead, imagine this, but without the gyrosphere element, right? But it can still flip around to each angle of the track so it can go up top and it can go uh on the bottom of the track and such this is a little different to where it's not only moving in that direction but moving in other directions as well
1: right i think i've seen coasters of course like that but also uh there's ones with uh, where they use the momentum to create like a little bit of a swing kind of thing i guess on the actual vehicle Mm -hmm. right uh, yeah, but adding putting all of those in one just seems like having your cake
0: and eating it too. How right. dare they
1: put all of these ideas into one into
0: one <laughs> uh, into one ride vehicle? Um, so, yeah, this was to be manufactured by SNS. The track would be capable of swinging in various directions that would most likely result in people puking everywhere. Uh, yeah. More than on Cosmic Rewind, <laughs> um, introduced in 2009, it's no shock that this concept went nowhere fast. I mean wow just like this is so crazy just the way that it goes and i mean even in the video like goes faster this layout but the cars like it just goes on this vertical decline and just the cars are moving in every single direction it feels it feels like if you were to go on this uh, it would like recreate the feeling of like having an aneurysm like i can't imagine the forces that you would feel on this thing yeah, it would just be
1: the lateral. You, you would, would feel so. Insane.
0: You would feel so much at one
1: time. It's actually it's not a bad idea. Of course, you can. I mean, it's maybe it's it's probably nauseating. It's it's wacky, but as a way to try to create as much experience in so little surface area of the actual okay. coaster, because you can build smaller coasters just by virtue of having the ride vehicle itself deliver a lot of the attraction. Right. I think I'm just remaking Cosmic Rewind now that I think about it.
0: (laughs) I mean, credit to where credit's due, it looks insane. Uh, Let's now talk about the Air Surfer. Uh, Another concept debuted at the 2016 Asian IAPA Expo. This time from Ride Entertainment that of a combination of stand-up coaster and zipline, where the guests literally stood up on a makeshift surfboard, straddled to the zipline, but also affixed to the bottom and would essentially float over guests. So you can kind of see that now. And I'm not going to lie, this looks, looks kind of cool. So I, I watched the
1: video. There's a video online of like the explanation of the air surfer. And the one thing that caught me is that it's doing a little here are the possible uses of the air surfer. And the first (laughs) one is the air surfing, right? So like snowboarding in the air. Mm -hmm. And then the second one says
0: sniping. And I was like, what the hell are they using this for? You can hunt from the air. Hunt the the world's most dangerous. Yeah, that's right. It's like you can hunt. They can can take
1: you through like, we set up a new automated hunting game. And they like, (laughs) They'll let you, they'll
0: drag you through the wilderness and you can just kill anything. I was, I was just thinking that this, this isn't a theme park. Like, I mean, it's a really yeah. dark joke, but it's the world's most dangerous game.
1: That's, <laughs> like, the, that's the the new ride they're building in Adventureland, right? Is uh... By the way, this concept art that you have here in the show notes is that is like pretty awful i think that's um that's a background like a stock background of background, trees yeah. mm-hmm. with a, a, a big stick and then the actual ride vehicle right like, just sitting there in the middle um that rope is all the way being attached to that mountain in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it's, it's a, it's a neat idea. I can't,
0: it, it seems more like a, a zipline though, than any kind of. Um, yeah, it is. and I, I included this mostly because I thought it was interesting. <laughs> it is more of a zipline uh, than anything else, but I, I just really like, I saw it in a bunch of like a uh, never built, coaster concepts videos Mm -hmm. and i was like huh all right that's interesting i would like to talk about that and uh, you know know who really could use one of these well i i don't know
1: uh uh six flags uh who are you thinking i
0: was thinking uh
1: lost island theme park (laughs) i don't know what's lost island Mm. (laughs)
0: Maybe <laughs> California's Great America. That'll save it. I think that's a parking lot now. Yeah, that's, Island. that's for the Levi's, Levi's yeah, they, parking lot. They, they paved over it. a bunch of it's condos.
1: The Coles and a Shake Shack. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see that the mayor of, Cal- of Santa Clara literally came out and went, we were literally heard about this yesterday. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, thank you. This is literally the biggest uh job maker in our entire city but um thanks cedar fair for the heads yeah. up <laughs>
1: oh poor poor santa clara yeah they, first uh, they lost their, uh, their netflix show what's that the hell was that no, show no,
0: that wasn't that wasn't them that's santa clarita oh there you go that's yeah, I, that's- where where magic mountain is <laughs> Oh, uh, well, no, that's what they're coming for next yeah
1: this is all a targeted effort by mm-hmm. Lost Island
0: right, right. oh that's they're, we're getting rid of their competition thousands of miles away <laughs> Hey, apparently something's taking their money away. They don't know what it is just yet, but... Maybe if we get rid of this, a uh, 37th person will come to our theme park.
1: What, what is interesting that they presented this... Of course, you know, everybody goes to the Asian IAPA Expo, but what yeah. is interesting is I wonder if this would be... a uh, The air surfer idea would be much bigger in, in China. I know that those kind of... Um, Zipline kind of uh, uh, systems are very big in in eastern theme parks. And stuff
0: yeah, like they are, and they're weirdly popular. They were popular here. Um, mm-hmm. We at least used to have a ton of zipline attractions here. Yeah, uh, so maybe it comes to Las Vegas. I want to go blind. I'll do zip, it.
1: Zipline over the
0: Strip—that could be a good one. Or uh... well, they have like a zipline over like downtown Las Vegas exists. Did they put King Kong in that one yet, or <laughs> no, not in that one? Uh I wish we could ride King Kong uh, up the stratosphere. Don't remind me. Okay, so the next one is the Sky Surfer. Oh, this one—a concept with a similar name from aerodynamics was part of a complex they wanted to build in the early 2000s called the Extreme Zone, <laughs> and that's of yeah. course extreme with no e, and it starts with an X. Uh, with a swinging flat ride in the center and an utterly bizarre coaster surrounding it. The track was double-sided, with a guest seated on their stomach facing down towards the track on one side, and a guest suspended from the train, staring at the ground on the other. The track would consist of multiple helixes and inversions. The project sadly died, I guess sadly in quotations, when Arrow went into bankruptcy, and I sent you the video for this one, right? Did you? I believe I did. If, if I, you did, I watch it. I literally do not. I think I might have Remember actually.
1: It? It. it might have been so boring that I phased it out. But you um, could see
0: some, some
1: uh, frame grabs. Okay, I see the frame grabs here. Yeah,
0: seated on their stomach. Ugh. Oh, yes. so you could see one of them is seated on their stomach on the top of the track and the other one is see like it's the train is essentially on their back so they're in like the flying position
1: oh i thought that okay good because for a second i thought they were looking at each other and i was saying that would make for a really awkward coaster (laughs) it's like speed dating the coaster to stare Mm -hmm. at someone like dead in the eyes for like five minutes (laughs) um yeah i mean it doesn't seem that fascinating i guess Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think here? But it just seems like a, it's
0: a really weird concept. Like it kind of looks like somebody is boogie boarding on one side and then just like strapped to the back of a rocket on the other. It's like the bottom one seems more interesting than the top one. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I guess it's kind of weird to ride a coaster on your stomach, but on the other hand, it's also way more exciting to be under that track instead of just looking like you're face down looking at a track yeah exactly (laughs) which is really unnerving by the way yeah because it it just looks like a bunch of metal gears that are going to crush right exactly (laughs) that's a little terrifying i mean i guess you could turn your head to the left or right well that's like The number one thing you're not supposed to do on a roller coaster. There's a reason why on a coaster you're told to have your your yourself like head first and looking straight. That's actually what's happening on Cosmic Rewind. That's getting people messed up is that they're not looking straight. Instead, during all the spinning, they're looking to the left and to the right, which is causing a lot of that whiplash and a lot of that nausea. Mm. so that's the thing you're not supposed to do and this would almost encourage it which doesn't seem like a good idea yeah
1: it just seems like it's gonna be it's a fascinating idea because i guess it's trying to do the um um trying to do the 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 flying thing in like a new mm-hmm. kind of way and like a way that might make people feel i don't know the top one's probably for people who might feel maybe height sickness or something like that. I mean, you're you're right. You're going to have to look off the side, but I guess being like on the track might make you feel better. We're on the bottom. That's for the more daring people, but I guess it it just, it just seems like a one way trip to throwing up. And imagine someone gets sick on this and they're just like flying all the way with their head pointed (laughs) down, raining on people below them.
0: Right. You know, I've to say this, but not a good concept for lost Island. No.
1: See lost Island would never do something like this they they know better why I, I have mm-hmm. faith in lost <laughs> style in there
0: yeah they just now they just lost their 36 customers <laughs> now what,
1: 35 what? what no sky surfer bye they're playing the long game if they get 36 customers every day until the end of time then they'll be the theme park that stays on the longest <laughs> like, a-
0: they'll be on top like magic kingdom 2 Oh, silence. right. Next. You don't want to. You don't. Know, you don't want everyone to come at the beginning, right? Because then there's no one to come later. Right.
1: That's what the. That's what the people
0: are telling themselves right now. They're like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. We still have a lot of people. It's, it's just like Happy World Land. Think about what we have to look forward to next time.
1: That's what they're missing. Is the barfarama or whatever? <laughs> happy Go
0: no Pukey. Happy Go <laughs> <That's it. laughs> And the bullet train to heck. Uh yeah. so our final one is the Iowa polar would never coaster. let that happen.
1: There'd be no <laughs> bullet train to hack in Iowa.
0: <laughs> okay, so the final one is the polar coaster. So <laughs> you could see this image immediately of this behemoth. And I'd like you to describe what we're looking at here. <laughs> Ugh.
1: <laughs> it looks like a, a, a squ- like a jellyfish that's gotten all tangled up and like a can mm-hmm. of soda or something like that. Yeah. So it, it, it's like a space needle almost, but with a protruding roller coaster. I feel like we talked about similar concepts about like uh,
0: big towers with coasters along oh, the sides. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like the fish hook coaster when we did our stratosphere tower episode, yeah. although this is a little bit more complex. So there's, it's basically imagine like the space needle, but it's hollowed out in the, uh, exterior and all around it is a bunch of blue and red tracks surrounding it and going all around it so this is the polar coaster uh introduced in 2012 as a joint venture between u.s thrill rides and sns worldwide the polar coaster was an insane concept where sns would take a variation of their compact El Loco motto coaster which we have one here in Uh, at the Adventure Dome, and it's really good, Uh, and wrap two of them around a 650-foot-tall tower with an observation deck. The coaster would have a vertical lift hill ascending to 500 feet, then immediately bending over backwards into an inversion, starting a twisty and dizzying race down to the bottom of the tower. Featured alongside the coaster would be also a drop tower. First optioned as an attraction in Emerson, Georgia in the Lake Point sporting community, it caught national attention as the Skyplex with an attached shopping center and restaurant, part of Mango's Tropical Cafe on I Drive in Orlando. The project saw immense turmoil in the industry when Universal Orlando sent lobbyists the protested development, citing that the height of the tower would impede their sight lines within the resort. So hmm. imagine going to Harry Potter or into, uh, I don't know, like Simpsons or Marvel or uh, what, what else? What else? <laughs> Any of their themed lands and you see a... Uh, giant tower in the distance. Well that's you go to uh,
1: Jurassic Park, I guess uh, you go to the Jurassic Park and was would it would it also impede Islands of Adventure or would it just be... I think
0: yeah Islands of Adventure was the main one that they yeah. were concerned about.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, you get to go on the Velocicoaster and you're like, wow, it's Seattle
0: and then Rocket <laughs> Fortunately for Universal, numerous financial delays burdened the project. Intamin was even brought in when S dropped out, but this wasn't enough to keep investors from souring. Multiple attempts have been tried to revive the concept from replacing the Trump Atlantic City property with a polar coaster and one in downtown Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Which made me laugh because I think like one time, uh she'll she might yell at me for saying this and say I'm wrong, but I don't know. Uh I do remember my mom sending me a link from like, I don't know, like the Las Vegas Sun in the review journal saying that oh a roller coaster might be coming to downtown and i looked at it and i'm like huh what is this and it was the polar coaster i'm like oh damn it <laughs> because i i know this attraction and it's never going to be built okay. uh none of them see the light of day much to the amusement of fellow theme park enthusiasts who see this as a gaudy build but one that would be admittedly pretty crazy <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the polar coaster
1: uh it seems neat. I, it just it seems like something that's more I don't know, I'm more enticed by the idea of what like retail they would be doing inside the actual uh the the top level. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't seem like it's anything all that interesting in a vacuum, right? If right. it was if there was if this was like a part I mean like we were talking about before, like the stratosphere tower, if there was something to do there, and then in addition you had a, like an attraction. That seems neat, but it doesn't, I don't know, for me specifically, are you like going, are you like starting at the top and like going down? Because one of them doing? seems like you're just going down.
0: Okay, so what it is, is uh, imagine that you're starting on the bottom and then you go to the base of the tower, like the, like the inner circle of that tower. And you start up a vertical lift hill, so you're literally going straight up. You go straight up all the way to 500 feet, which, by the way, makes this the tallest coaster in the world. Like, As soon as you get to that, this is the tallest coaster in the world. But what's crazy enough is that then you take that lift hill and apparently bends backwards. So you're literally flipping upside down. So you're inverted right at the start of it. And then you start going downward. So then you twist upside down, and then you go into a nosedive drop, and then that's what starts the coaster as you go all the way down.
1: Hmm, it's an interesting idea. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, what are your thoughts? Because as a coaster person, you might know better than me. Like for me, it just looks like it just it looks like an interesting an interesting coaster that has a lot going
0: on it. Right. Um, Okay, so my thoughts are basically of this. It's an audacious idea. It would be a pretty crazy ride, but also a really boring ride, I feel, because there was, an, uh, there was a ride uh, called Flashback at Six Flags Magic Mountain, and it was at a bunch of parks. It was called Z-Force at Great America. It was pretty much this coaster with a lot of straightaways, and it did a bunch of nosedive uh turns at like each end of this and apparently it was a pretty rough ride but it was mostly to create this intense like uh, stall feel weightless Mm -hmm. stall feel and it feels like it's just a bunch of repeating elements similar to that and that's what i look at when i see this track layout All I see is a bunch of repetition and not much variety in anything it's doing. It's just has one goal and it's to get down to the bottom of this tower. And I think that's a really, really boring idea for a layout. Yeah, it could be intense and whatever, but this also is like the high roller on top of the stratosphere. Um, I'm not sure how much we talked about that when we did our episode, but that was the coaster that used to be out there. I mean, it only went 35 miles per hour, and it pretty much was a pretty slow run around the actual base of this, like, observation deck. But the whole gimmick was that it was really up high, and this seems also predicated on just, like, a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I'd love to have another credit in my own city, but not this much. And it's also pretty ugly. No, it it just seems like uh, when you say gimmick, I think you hit it right on the money.
1: Gimmicks are super useful in the Mall of America, for example. No offense mm-hmm. to the Mall of America, but you have like an entire retail space, and then you have oh, like a little roller coaster area, and it's it's fun. Um, it's just an addition, but when it's if it's like a main focus thing i think it leaves a lot to be desired i i mean it, i guess i'm basically maybe my my cynicism comes from the fact they've tried to build it so many times it's like how many ideas are worth trying to
0: really just get do it again done. and again and again yeah eventually one will be built eventually but no it just especially in this market who would build this thing on its own no it's a i think it's a waste of money to be honest (laughs) yes that's the perfect way to describe the polar coaster a waste of money so we come to the point where we take a look at all these concepts and there are other concepts but these are just a handful of the ones i wanted to explore so do we wish if any of these got built um well i I, as
1: the non-coaster aficionado i'll get mine out of the way first as i'm I'm going to scroll through them really quickly and and Mm -hmm. say which ones I think I built. I think, honestly, out of like personal curiosity, I think I would have liked to have seen the swine built. I think that (laughs) as long, like, you know, my problem is I like the idea of the ride. I think it's a neat idea. Uh, As long as they can keep it, you know, up to date and that's more of a a managing thing more than it is the actual design. So I like the design. Um, Actually, you know what? You want to just go one by one together? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so what do you think about the swine?
0: The swine? I don't know. I mean, as interesting as it would be to be built, uh, this type of coaster with the super tall and has a bunch of inversions. I always feel like this stuff kind of sucks. Like <laughs> we were talking about the uh, like the Manhattan Express, that coaster that's at the New York, New York. That's also a hyper coaster with a bunch of inversions. and oh, it sucks. Okay. The Steel Phantom was one at Kennywood had a bunch of inversions, and it sucks uh, to be honest, like the fact that it's over water doesn't probably make up for the fact that it probably suck, so I'm gonna say no um,
1: okay yeah I, I can all right all right all right my 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 confidence is on the floor, but i'll, I'll pick mm-hmm. it up with the next one. The figure eight um probably not it seems <laughs> like it's it seems a little gimmicky at least in my mm-hmm. mind uh I also think the loops look ugly. Uh, yeah, looks like a little snowman and I don't <laughs> I <laughs> uh, it, <doesn't>
0: <laughs> <interest>. <laughs> it does look like a little snowman. Yeah. Uh if it wasn't if it didn't kill me, I'd say yes. <laughs> That's if a big F. If,
1: if it's a big F, yeah. No. Yeah. Um then there's the gyro coaster, which I think that could be a a an in, incredibly like you're saying murderous idea, but at the same time I do think that it it could be the way that it tries to make so many different things happen at once seems like a really interesting idea. It's like a small flat ride for uh, a, a, a second-tier theme park in in
0: Iowa. It looks like something you'd see in Sonic Adventure 2.
1: That's that's why they should build it. It's a big ring. That's the Sonic coaster. Oh Maybe you're gosh. onto something
0: here. Get Jim Carrey and Ben Schwartz over here. Mm. Yeah. And James Marsden. Yeah. Can't forget him. No. no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i would go on the at the paramount well is there a paramount land i
0: guess it's in dubai yeah is that what it is uh I, paramount theme park there was a paramount parks but then they were going to build one i don't think ever got built there were I think paramount it's, areas in my in, stash
1: i think they used to have paramount areas and like the uh carowinds and things like no, that. that that was
0: that was paramount parks uh, so those were those oh. and then oh. they got bought out by cedar fair in fact california's oh. great america used to be paramount's great america and then it got bought by Cedar Fair, and now they're shutting it for good. Well, see, that's what they're missing is the Sonic Ride. The they sonic need to ride. Someone,
1: yeah, contact someone in Japan and say we have mm-hmm. the ride for you.
0: <laughs> it's it's awful. You know, everyone will throw up. Okay. <laughs> the, <case>.
1: uh, <laughs> the Air Surfer, the next development in sniping technology.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I'm but just, only the sniping. Just the give me, it. give me my gun. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure no. that like at like
1: a national park or something you could piss off a lot of people with this but <laughs> but, but it seems like a fun like I, I I don't see why anyone shouldn't do it. It seems mm-hmm. like a cool. I don't I mean, what I you know, what I really don't get is like what the point of the surfing is.
0: Just a different sensation. I mean it's like a stand up zipline. I mean usually when you're ziplining you're cradled. Have you ever ziplined? Yeah, yeah, you, you wear the little vest and it like pulls you along. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I cuz I guess the idea if if
1: the snowboard or whatever is light enough that you can actually like when you bend turns it lifts you into the air a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. this seems like a neat kind of idea. But if it's kind of just standing on a on a platform <laughs> mm-hmm. as you're going it I don't know if it's different enough for zip lining than uh than the current concept.
0: I don't know, I think it would be cool. That's that's my opinion. I think it looks kind of like a cool idea. You hit so by a bunch of birds. It. Yeah. Uh, the Sky Surfer, I'm just going to go out and say no.
1: Nah. No. Nah, nah.
0: No, please. No. And then I think we've already decided the polar coaster.
1: I don't think either of us were really into it.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe I would go to the
1: Margaritaville on the top. And get a really <laughs> bad
0: cheeseburger. <laughs> and just be like, well, I'm not riding this coaster, but this is my cheeseburger in paradise, baby. That's right.
1: <laughs> you all have fun on that. I'm going to eat a subpar cheeseburger.
0: Mmm. Uh, wasting away in
1: Margaritaville. Yes, looking for my lost shaker of salt.
0: Looking <laughs> for my lost island. That's right. That's what. Mm, that's what they need to do. Jimmy Buffett needs to buy Lost Island Theme Park. I in. would I would
1: love that if some random like super rich celebrity like that one. What's who owned the chicken restaurants? Whose name? Am I think you have you
0: know, Kenny Rogers
1: Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Now that someone like some random rich person just needs to buy out lost Island.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's gotta be Jimmy Buffett. He puts in, puts in the plane there. The Jamaica mistake. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> Uh, and, and he uh puts a bunch of uh giant sandals in there and uh, of course a full scale margaritaville
1: they already have the lightly offensive tribal stuff going
0: yeah. on <laughs> and and they'll make a theater where they'll play their uh his broadway musical escape to margaritaville
1: i i just think that tom corliss isn't thinking big enough he needs to do lost island news today and <laughs> just start reporting about
0: all of the new rides that he heard leaked from. <laughs> it's like, please, uh, I'll move you to I- Waterloo, Iowa, and I'll <laughs> pay you- I'll pay you eleven dollars an hour to cover the park right. every single day. Well, that's probably and above Corless- minimum wage in Iowa, <laughs> Mr. Corliss. They're not open twenty 24- four. They're not open three sixty five, and I, I think uh, they don't even have an annual pass. Doesn't matter. You buy a ticket every single day, <laughs> and you go there and take photos. I made his about the... the animatronics on Volcano break. Yeah, you can pose a picture and say, Lost Island isn't updating anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what happened?
1: Like, yeah. I remember when Lost Island used to have working animatronics.
0: Rumor, Margaritaville to replace Lost <laughs> Island. <laughs> and then you just do a bunch of Photoshop. <laughs> the rumor, new Minions coaster.
1: Because the, in the Minions movie, there's a yellow roller coaster, and this coaster's yellow. <laughs> yeah a dumbass uh, uh, let <laughs> your thing is like laughably stupid if there's any kind of a dome in a new disney movie they say rumor brand new
0: light year ride opening at disneyland because it looks kind of like space mountain they're gonna build their entire Tomorrowland because that's that's what they're gonna do if they don't announce the uh tomorrowland redo at d23 they're like well they were going to but then light flopped and here's I the, say because it's because of the same-sex kiss, but... Here's what happens. Yeah. You get
1: on the Lightyear Space Mountain, it does the time dilation thing to send you to the future, and all the prices in the park raise like 10 bucks. <laughs> nothing is different. Outside the front is someone being like, oh, you came back. All the prices are higher, and nothing else changed. It's
0: 66 years in the future. Bet is uh, running... Chaypot, yeah. Yeah, yeah J Jay- Pot <laughs> <Jay-bot laughs> yeah, yeah. is running... Running America... That's He's right. going around going, lightning lane prices are $600 for <laughs> yeah, ride. Great. They have a little robot
1: sitting at the front of the ride. It says, yeah. welcome to the future. And, and, uh, they, and now we have one,
0: Hank, Octopus. Yeah, yeah, and every single one is, I am an ally. You can trust me. Aww. Buy our Pride Mob merch.
1: Yeah, Disney's woke. They're ruining it.
0: <laughs> and then you just have a bunch of angry dads running around most expensive day. Of, Can't believe this place is so woke. I'm gonna be and honest. I'm gonna I... I buy my seven hundred dollar churro.
1: I saw a uh, like they had like a, a pride like photo opportunity at one of the Disney parks, and I was like, that's pretty neat. But I just kind of like imagined all of the people coming to the park like, Ugh, look, at Disney putting in the woke agenda. I got to imagine there are actually people who who think that. Oh, uh, there's. There's Got
0: definitely, you. there's definitely some like mad white dads oh, yeah. that with their kids at there. It's like, I don't agree with their politics, but I'm just doing this because my baby girl wants to see Cinderella. If, <laughs> I, if I bring
1: up anything about this, my kids
0: won't talk to me. <laughs> You'll be like, "Why do you hate fun? Daddy. <laughs>
1: See that's what Lost Island can market itself on. There's not uh, a single
0: piece of Pride merch at the Lost Island. They are anti-rainbow. <laughs> you won't see a single rainbow. They like they'll block like if it rains and the sun comes out, they'll like block out the rainbow somehow. Going to get an email from the Lost Island PR people that are like, "We do we do not say these
1: things. <laughs> Unless it would bring more people to our park, then we do say these things."
0: I mean, they are in Iowa. (laughs) I I can't imagine... Can't
1: imagine they're like super liberal. Here's what I want all the listeners to do I want you to tweet Ben Shapiro, Richard Spencer, all of those people, tell <laughs> no. them that they just opened
0: a brand new no. right wing friendly theme park at <laughs> no. all. No, no, I don't want to get this theme park canceled. I want no, to have no. more than 36 people in their park. Then on the Daily Wire, yeah, that's that's how they're gonna go. They're gonna, the Daily Wire,
1: Ben Shapiro is gonna be like, Hello, everyone, there's this brand new theme park just standing up to the woke mob and oh DeSantis is gonna go there and like open a new Lost Island in Florida. Look, look,
0: look the place has enough tiki torches already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sorry, Lost
1: uh, Island. Oh my gosh. Our
0: apologies to Lost Island Epologies. theme park. I, we, we really, really hope you don't close. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, anyways, so that was our little digression into unbuilt roller coaster rides. Uh, and concepts. <laughs> uh thank you for joining us on this crazy adventure. Uh but in the meantime, please follow us on social media on Twitter at unbuilt Pod. You can reach me at Open Mothers Mail and then Ryan Dorman at OpenTheDorman. Feel free to email us at unbuiltpod at gmail.com and rate us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Anchor wherever you find this podcast. Please write a review and tell us how we're doing. And if you don't like us, thank you for listening to In The Loop. I'm the legend. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you in the Lost Island. Yes. Please, (laughs) please come. Please.